This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Being your best self feels good for your loved ones and for you. Visit betterhelp.com super and get back to being you. Hey, brother. Okay, guys, one of the things that really stood out to me about Encanto, because yes, we're still talking about it. But hey, to be fair, there is a lot to cover in this one. Anyway, one of the things that really surprised me as I was watching Encanto for the first time is that the character of La Casita wasn't as prominent maybe as I expected it to be. Like, it certainly makes itself known and has some really adorable moments, like when Mirabelle doubts its party planning abilities. But I was actually expecting kind of a forky situation from Toy Story 4. Like, how on earth are they gonna get me to love a spork? You're just like me. Trash! And to me, what it ultimately ended up feeling like is La Casita was more a part of the setting than actually one of the characters. A clarification that, you know, doesn't typically need to be explained for a physical structure. But beyond that, I was actually pretty confused about who or what Casita is supposed to be, if that's even the correct way to phrase that. Like in a lot of ways, in the simplest sense, the house just seemed like an extension of the miracle. Like we kind of see the origin story. Pedro makes his sacrifice in the river, the candle starts to glow, and the house literally emerges from the candle. It was, you know, in addition to the magical gifts themselves, exactly what Alma needed in that moment. And on the whole, I actually feel like that would have been more than enough of an explanation for me. It is a magic candle, magical gifts, magical house, one big encanto. Except that explanation doesn't always explicitly hold up. Like at certain times, it almost seems like Casita is an entity unto itself. Like towards the climax of the film, when the miracle is like literally falling apart right before our eyes, Casita is trying really, really hard to get specifically Mirabelle up to the candle. Do you see what I mean? Like if they're the same entity, then why does one half of them need to try to save the other half of them? Which got me wondering if Casita isn't the miracle, just another product of it, then what, or maybe who is it? Guys, before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to one of my all-time favorite sponsors, Bespoke Post. In case you are unaware, Bespoke Post curates monthly boxes of awesome that truly live up to their name. By their partnerships with small businesses, they're able to curate some incredibly cool collections that are super unique. Like right now, they have some super amazing winter boxes to get you through the cozy season, whether you're inside or out. Personally, I am in between this super comfy looking blanket in the dwell box, or maybe even the over easy box, which comes with breakfast essentials, including a beautiful cast iron skillet, Bloody Mary and pancake mix, and maple syrup. I mean, seriously, like what could be a better package for a Sunday morning in January? January. But we've done a ton of the boxes here at SCBHQ. Several months ago, we got the Rooted box, which comes with a houseplant in this super handsome vessel. We honestly love it so much that we started it its own Instagram account. Like, how cool is that? Each of these boxes comes packed with over $70 worth of gear and only costs $45. Seriously, I cannot recommend Bespoke Post enough. It is free to sign up and you can skip or cancel at any time. So get 20% off your first box when you head on over to boxofawesome.com and use promo code SUPER at checkout. Again, that is going to be 20% off your first box when you head on over to boxofawesome.com. Promo code SUPER, link is in the description down below. Okay, so our typical format here is that I would leave you in wait of who I actually think it is while I slowly explain it. But today I'm going to do things different. I'm going to start by telling you exactly who I think it is and then attempt to prove it to you. Plus, you know, it's, it's in the title, so. 
I already gave it away. That said, let's just go ahead and dive right on in. Is Pedro, Abuela's late husband, actually Casita? And I mean, right out of the gate, I don't even feel like this is exactly a huge stretch. Pedro stays behind so that his family can go forth and his sacrifice is quite literally what lights the candle and provides the Encanto. So the question here is whether or not like his soul is somehow still present within the house or if the magic just kind of has a personality of its own. I think the first big clue that Pedro just might quite literally be the house itself is the circumstances under which Alma and Pedro beat in the first place. It happens right here in this small town where everybody is gathered with candles for some kind of a celebration. And oh, look at the little wave. These two are too adorable. Now, when I first saw the movie, I didn't really have any idea why these townspeople might be coming together. I just assumed it must be some version of a vigil or something similar. But actually the occasion that we're seeing here is an occasion that exists out here in the real world. And it's called the Day of Little Candles. It's a widely observed holiday in Colombia where everyone puts candles and lanterns out on their windows, porches, streets, parks, basically everywhere. And they celebrate each year on December 7th, which is the eve of Mary's Immaculate Conception of Jesus. And it also marks the unofficial start of the Christmas season. Like, do you already start to see the parallels that exist here? Like they met for the very first time on a holiday where you light candles to celebrate a miracle. The miracle, of course, being the Immaculate Conception of Jesus, who goes on to be able to perform his own miracles and then dies and then comes back from the dead. This, of course, lines back up nicely with Encanto, where Pedro goes and sacrifices himself and Alma is gifted a candle that grants miracles. Those miracles, including all of the gifts that the members of the family Madrigal have and a house, which at the end of the movie crumbles, but then later comes back. On top of that though, is the ever-present imagery of a golden butterfly throughout the entire movie. And this thing is absolutely everywhere. Mirabelle has it on her dress. Abuela has a charm in the shape of a butterfly. There is a butterfly in Bruno's vision of Mirabelle. And of course, a huge swarm of butterflies at the end of the movie. It's also present when Pedro and Alma meet for the very first time and very noticeably present on the miracle candle. It is without a doubt the symbol of the miracle. But the question is, why a butterfly? Well, the answer actually lies in the song Dos Aroguitas. By the way, see that pronunciation? That's how it's done, Jay. Dos Aroguitas? Dos Aroguitas? Says the guy who's not 100% sure he nailed it. <laughs> Anyway, that is the song that is absolutely making you cry at the end of the movie, despite being entirely in Spanish and despite having taken four years of Spanish, I didn't understand any of the words. Aroguitas means caterpillars. If you were to translate this song though, what you would discover is that it is about two caterpillars that fall in love and then ultimately blossom into butterflies. And that idea of ultimately becoming a butterfly is kind of a metaphor for like enlightenment. However, in order to ultimately become those butterflies, they have to let go of one another and go into cocoons and just trust that when they re-emerge, the other will be there. In fact, the constantly repeated advice in the song is, don't you hold on too tight. Both of you know, it's your time to go, to fly apart, to reunite. It's a lot prettier in Spanish. And sung by someone who can sing at all. But there really are these two key stages in this process. And one of them is letting go and being willing to go into the cocoon. And the other is eventually taking the walls of that cocoon down and re-emerging. And that's why I like to think that like emerging as a butterfly is kind of like the stage of enlightenment. And it's the part that Abuela is failing at for the better part of the movie. Not just for the movie either, like the 50 years prior to that as well. 
movie, of course, touches on this very idea thematically as it is the primary objective and story of the movie, but it also visually shows us that she hasn't left the cocoon. She hasn't broken those walls down in the form of the black shawl that she is wearing at all of the formal events. And this is meant to represent the way that she is still mourning the loss of Pedro, literally cocooning herself in that morning, which after all this time is the very thing that is preventing her from emerging from that cocoon as a butterfly, something that she doesn't ultimately do until she admits her faults to Mirabelle at the end of the movie. Pedro, on the other hand, emerges like way sooner. I think for him, his chrysalis stage, if you will, when he is cocooned is the life that he thought him and Alma were going to have in their original home, where they were ultimately forced to depart their comfort, something they knew for the unexpected. Unfortunately, the soldiers are able to catch up with them as they are trying to leave the city. And the moment for Pedro to emerge, arrives. He makes the decision to stay behind, to slow down the soldiers. He knows what exactly is most important. It's his time to go, but he knows they will fly apart and reunite. And this act of sacrifice that he's making is kind of amazing because Pedro is wildly outnumbered here. Honestly, I don't even think he would stand a chance against this group, but I also think this is exactly what the miracle recognizes in him in this moment, that he was quite literally doing everything in his power to put his family first. And I really think this is exactly what happens. Pedro is not the one who actually holds them back. The miracle is ignited and literally blast the soldiers back. And what we see next is the very first act of the miracle where Casita literally starts to form itself right around Alma. Home is where the family is, if you will. He is the family, meaning he is the home. But it even goes beyond that because Pedro emerges, metaphorically speaking, before Alma does. And we see that he, as Casita, knows the exact right thing to prioritize, which is the family. Which brings me back to one of the early points of the video, which is if Casita and the miracle are the same thing, then how is it when the miracle is literally crumbling before them, Casita is desperately trying to rescue the candle. If they were the same, would they not have the same prerogative here? And I think the answer here is that the home, Casita, Pedro, is still desperately trying to protect the family any way it can. But what I also find incredibly interesting about the scene is the fact that Casita is only actually attempting to help Mirabelle reach the candle, while every other member of the family is being blocked or thrown back or quite literally pushed out of the house and into safety. And again, we come back to the constant question we always have with this movie. Why Mirabelle? Why help her reach the candle? And I think we have an explanation for that too. Earlier in the movie, Mirabelle overhears Alma speaking next to the candle. She says, Pedro, I need you. She is specifically pleading for help from Pedro here, for him to somehow reach out and give her some guidance. What is it that she's not seeing? And what we and Abuela ultimately discover is that he was sending her Mirabelle. In the end, Abuela literally addresses this exact idea directly, word for word. I asked my Pedro for help. He sent me you. She asked Pedro for help and directly credits him for sending help meaning she acknowledges and believes that he is still around helping the family. And the thing is, through this particular lens, you can actually see him helping 
everywhere. Well, if he won't actively help the others reach the candle, he is making sure that all of them are safe. While Camillo is acting out, Casita gently scolds him. When the whole family is showing off their gifts for the entire town during Antonio's ceremony, He's right there doing the exact same thing. And there are still other details that are just so perfect. Like Casita will listen to Mirabelle, but when Abuela commands that Mirabelle sit next to her during breakfast, Casita listens. She is the top authority. And honestly, I find that just outright adorable. And as a husband myself, hashtag relatable, am I right? But also in the end, when the house is ultimately crumbling, it's almost like Pedro's sacrifice all over again. Casita is actively falling apart, but still going to every effort to protect every member of the family in the process. And in its final moment, the last thing it does is form a protective barrier around Mirabelle. But then when it comes back, look at the very first greeting it gives Mirabelle. It's the exact same little wave that he gave Alma all those years ago. Hola, Casita. Boom, Casita is Pedro. Oh gosh, and okay, one last thing just for like bonus points. Do you remember the photo that was taken during Antonio's ceremony where like Mirabelle is just inexplicably being left out of it? Check out the family photo at the end where Casita brings everybody together, but also is in the photo itself. Because it's also a member of the family. It's also a photo where not everybody is posed perfectly like before. This is because they're not perfect and that's okay. For my question, for my question of the day, what do you guys think? Do you think it's possible that Pedro is in fact Casita? This one to me honestly feels like it all comes together so nicely. And what's really cool about it is I started this video by talking about how I felt like Casita wasn't a super prominent character, but after spending all this time with this video, I feel like I get it now and it does feel even more prominent. Let me know all of your thoughts in the towel section down below. But guys, as always, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you'd like to see some more Encanto action from us, you can check out this video right here where we talk about what Abuela's gift is. Or if you'd like to find out Bruto's other secret power, you can check out this video right here. Otherwise, until next time, bye.